Hi, I'm Ellis, and welcome back to the third episode of My Dad's Record Collection. Each episode, my dad will play me some music that he thinks I'll like, and I'll tell him if it's good enough to go onto my playlist. One song will be his choice, and another will be random off the CD or record collection. Here's my dad. Hey, Ellis. Here we are again doing this, back by popular demand. So there's been a few comments from the last uh, couple of episodes we've done that said, keep them coming. So we have to keep the public happy. Here we are for our third instalment. The last couple, I think I've been quite successful. So both of the songs that I suggested to you, you've liked. But both of the ones that we chose from (laughs) randomly from my CD and record collection here we didn't really like. Well, you no, not that we didn't like because the first week we played Gorky's Zygotic Monkey. I thought that was a really good one. Yeah. Last week was a bit of a slow one with that Ray Charles. So let's see what we can come up with this week. Now, the one I've chosen for you, uh, it's a little bit of a quirky one, and it's not a song I really like. I wouldn't say I sit down and listen to it and go, "Oh, that's my favourite song" or anything. I just think it's an interesting moment in time, and I think it should be something we should talk about. When I say interesting moment in time, that's a bit of a pun. And let's have a listen. Okay. Song one. Do you know it?
Okay, wow. <laughs> if I could, uh, if the people out there could see your face when it came on, <laughs> the look of confusion, what do you think of that? <laughs> oh, I'm a bit confused. Uh Definitely not something that I would sit down and listen to. Me neither, to be honest. But <laughs> it's it really it's a moment in time. It's from nineteen eighty eight. I've just looked on the back of this record sleeve here, and it's it's a, it's an experiment. It's a weird experiment that someone did. Well, not someone, a pair of guys <laughs> who went on to become the KLF. They <laughs> they made this song called Doctor in the Tardis. And they called themselves the Time Lords for this. Obviously, you know, you like, yeah. you know, Doctor Who. You like Doctor Who, yeah. and that's this is a this is a moment in time because sampling was uh, suddenly taking off big time, right? Oh, so, so they okay. they were sampling stuff in here and using samplers in a kind of interesting way for the first time. Can you, do you know any of the songs that they sampled in there? The theme tune for oh, Doctor yeah, Who, so obviously. the Doctor Who one, oh. but there's a. Uh, you know the dum ba dum ba dum ba dum ba dum ba dum ba dum. When then they're singing Doctor Who, <laughs> the Tardis. So it's ridiculous, yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. They're singing that, but that there's a uh, there's a an artist who is very much out of fashion at the moment. He went to prison for doing all sorts of horrible things. It called Gary Glitter. And he was around in the 70s and he did a song called Rock and Roll. Rock and Roll, Rock and Roll. <laughs> right? That had that same shuffle beat. So what these guys have done, the KLF, they're a couple of um, a couple of record producers, and they thought, what could they do that would capture the atmosphere of the time, what people were into, make something extremely catchy, and make a ridiculous record. Mm-hmm. But their plan was to try and get a number one single using all these ideas. And they actually, they did. This this was a number one record in 1988. <laughs> it was a massive hit. It was huge in the UK and other places as well, I think. But look look at the cover of it. What's that? A car. It, it, it's a police, police car. It's a police car. It doesn't make sense. It's not, it's not the TARDIS. It's not the police box. Because the BBC wouldn't let them use the TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> so the video is ridiculous as well. The video is them driving around in this police car, an, an American police car. It just makes absolutely no sense at all. But the whole mishmash of ideas was what they wanted to do, and they, that's kind of what they did. So they, they sampled Doctor Who. They sampled Gary Glitter doing rock and roll. Can you hear them going, bosh, 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 loads of money? Do you hear them doing that <laughs> There was a character on TV at the time that did this, ah, loads of money, who was really popular. So they thought, oh, let's put some of that in there as well <laughs> with a Dalek voice. So they put the Dalek effect on it. And it's just, it's the most ridiculous thing ever. But it got to number one. And then they wrote this book. So this book here, I, I'm a big fan of this book. It's called The Manual, How to Have a Number One, The Easy Way. And if you read it, they've done all the things that they said they would do to make this record here. What do you mean? <laughs> so this would not be a hit now, would it? Would this no. be number? Would this, would this be competing with uh, Katy Perry or Taylor Swift today? No, to get. Don't imagine. No. But if you followed that book and did the things that got were popular now, because what they did, they thought of lots of things that people have an affection for. So Doctor Who was obviously 
you know, millions of people like Doctor Who in the UK. Yeah. Um, they probably, it's, it was a bit uh, um, retro or something at the time as well, so it had that feel to it. Uh-huh. Gary Glitter was retro, but then they kind of give it, it sounds a bit kind of poppy and yeah. dance beat to Definitely. it as well. So they've got that modern production on it. And it's just, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So that's a piece of educational information for you. Would you add it to your playlist? Um, I don't think so. I agree, it's definitely educational, but it's it's not the type of song, as I said, that I would sit down and listen to someone singing Doctor Who, hey, <laughs> the Sardis. Oh, really? You're not into that? <laughs> <laughs> but it might be catchy for you. Yeah. To, you, it's, you know, you might be whistling later on today. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. I'll show you the video sometime. All right. So that's the first song I played to you that's not going on your playlist. How disappointing. Now we get to the bit where you go and choose something off the shelf. Off you go. Here he comes. He's back. What you got? I've got, hang on, the stickers. Three for 20 is covering (laughs) the... uh, all right, must have got it's this. It's the craft work. Ooh, craft work. Craft work. Yeah. Um. Oh yes, yeah. craft work. Radioactivity. Radioactivity. All right. Do you know anything about this band? No, never heard of them. What nationality do you think they are? Craft work. Russian. <laughs> Almost German. 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 So they are a famous. Right. There we go. A famous German band, started in the 70s, still going, kind of. The album's Radioactivity. Should we play the track Radioactivity off it? Sure. Okay. in 
Radioactivity, radioactivity. What do you think of that one on that first listen? I quite like it. The bass line is, and the melody is <laughs> catchy. What kind of instruments do you think were used on that? Synths. Yeah, these were considered to be one of the very, very earliest synth bands, and they would make their own synthesizers. So a lot of those sounds that you hear in there, the, those drum sounds, which are all uh, synthetic drums... They would have made those sounds themselves using synthesizers. Mm. Yeah? So that that's what is really original about this band, is they were, um, you know, groundbreaking, really. If a band came out and made that music now, you'd think, oh, that's just another synth band. But these were the pioneers. These were the first people to do that stuff. They would use uh, vocoder sounds on their voice. They'd make their own drum machines. And they would play like they were robots. And in fact, some of, the, some of the gigs they do, they would replace themselves with robots halfway through it. So they were into the idea of that very techno, industrial kind of sounds and the future, the sounds of the future. It doesn't sound so futuristic now, but back in 1975 when this came out, that would have been super futuristic sounding. Yeah, so if you think about other types of music that were being made at this time, it would have been disco and rock music. This was like nothing else at all. So that's Kraftwerk. Now, big question. Would that go on your playlist this week? I don't think so. Even though it's a very original band, I guess, mm. uh, I think, similar to Gorky's Zygotic Monkey, uh, I think that I would listen to the album again, but probably not that song. I wouldn't sit down and listen to that, just right. that one. Yep, I, I get that. So we'll, we'll have to get you listen to a bit more craft work. There's actually other records that are probably a bit more... Um, bit more immediate than this stuff so they did some other so they actually had a few hits you know they, there's a song called the model that was their probably their most famous one which is their poppiest one as well i'll play that to you sometime um but this is probably an, an album for the fans rather than an intro, introduction album to get into craft work i'd say but yeah good choice for me good choice <laughs> not so not so much a good choice for you but um i liked hearing it again all right, so let's try and do this again in the next couple of weeks. If anyone's got any comments and feedback, you can leave it in the section below. Comment section down below. Comment section below. Like us, subscribe to us. All that stuff you're <laughs> supposed to say in a podcast. Uh, anything else you want to say, Al? Um, not really. Okay. All right, see you later then. See you next time. Bye. Everyone, bye. <laughs>